The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Welcome back to the Sonic Cinema Productions podcast. I'm your host, writer and producer Jack Ward, and this week we finished Gate. I just want to thank everyone involved. This show was really a team effort. It was totally amazing. And the love from our feed and people listening was just, well, it really was overwhelming at the time for me. A special shout out to Laura McDonald who played Lyra Katzenberger. I can't honestly remember where I met Laura first, but she was a really reluctant actress and she's awesome. And that voice, oh, it was ideal. I know she's moved out of the province and wherever she is, I hope she's doing well. Well, one other thing I need to mention before we get to the show is the music by Sharon B. It's one of my all-time favorite themes she came up with. A great rocking guitar that became a signature for this series. It got people really engaged from the get-go. So for our get-go, here it is. The finale, episode 10, and Revelations. Enjoy. It's been two weeks now since the explosion ripped out several blocks in our downtown. Since then, a gas main, which many have speculated could have been dislodged by an earthquake caused by the original explosion, has destroyed Midgard High, and there's been a series of random acts of vandalism, violence, and death. RCMP officer Greg Bishop has brought in additional troops from the neighboring townships, and Prime Minister Foster has declared a national emergency, sending in both medical and engineering aid. But all of this has been at a price. My girl, you were her best friend. Where were you? I'm sorry. My father was shot and I... I know of you. You think I don't know you? The gate, the dead talk, and they know you all too well. Mr. Katzenberger. They know her. They know her. It's not Gate's fault. You are her friend too. Yes. Then God have mercy on you. Mercy he never showed for my little girl. Please, Mr. Katzenberger, come with me. Gate? Leave me alone, Vince. It's not your fault. Tell that to Mr. Katzenberger. I'm sorry, Lyra. Gate? Leave me alone, Matt. Your dad's at a surgery. Already? How is he? Your mom told me to come and get you. Mac? You better hurry.
Mom? He waited for you. Waited? Daddy? Kitten. Daddy, what happened? I guess there just wasn't enough time. No, Daddy, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I yelled at you when I just... I saw I just... It's okay, Kitten. I'm just... Sorry there wasn't enough time to see you grow up. Please, Daddy, don't go. Please. Shh. It's okay. It's really okay. Now. It's my fault. No, you saved me. You can't outrun a bullet. Miss Selassie was going to... She shot me. I I know, I... She shot me. And she meant to. What? But why? Because she knew I I was being used. How? By Mr. Skeen. He... Show... Show her, Sam. Where did you get that... That thing? It's how Mr. Skeen controls people. He's a demon. Older than the whole world. He used to control people through shadows. As far back as fire pits and caves. Now, now he's become more portable. Mr. Meeks had one of those in the glove box of his car. Mr. Scheme has his agents everywhere. And somehow he infected your father too. My fault. No, 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 Dad. You, you couldn't help yourself. I know, but Chris Babbage, all the others... I was there. I waited till your mother fell asleep and slipped out and joined the others. And he... Scheme, he... He made me. God, Dad, no. Yes, kitten. I killed them. And he just let me go. And I couldn't say anything. There was nothing I could do. I was his puppet, Mike Zilowski. She... she found the only way, and... and she heard... heard scheme inside me, and then... Gaty... Kitten... She wasn't ever shooting at you. Oh, Dad, please don't... Get the door, Sam. Yes, love. Show her the, the message. What? What message? When Sumeron headed here, his train was attacked. He never came to tell you just who and what you are. And now, it's not the Order's purpose to put the Shinhoi in danger. You mean the Coven? No, the Order. The Shinhoi Order. It's complicated, honey. Let me just show you. He recorded this for you. Gate Elizabeth McNeil. My name is Saul Marion. I am 600 years old. That's impossible. You don't even look 40. I am known as Sumaran. I belong to a very ancient order you've never heard of called the Shinhoi. Our order has, for millennia, been, for a lack of a better word, ombudsman to immortals upon the earth. We are empowered by all sides of celestial and infernal origins to act as neutral arbiters to conflicts that sometimes occur. One of our duties is to relate the purpose and history 
to the new gate. Finally. I apologize for not coming in person, but as your parents have no doubt explained to you, never before has this occurred. We are, by our nature, neutral, and something has tipped the balance. While I have no qualms as to completing this task, my superiors have allowed me only this recording. Some thousands of years ago, there was an enormous wonder of a library in Alexandria. This tower kept perhaps the greatest collection of ancient texts the world has ever known. But it also contained an even more special and unique item. What was it? A key of sorts. Some called it the Great Gate. It was shaped almost like an Egyptian ankh, nearly three feet in length. It was, quite simply, the most spectacular living thing on the face of the earth. Living? The Great Gate was an organic stopper, forged by God to separate this world, this universe, from another. You see, for souls to find their way from the mortal plane, the nature of the universe and its dimensions are fragile. The Great Gate allowed the membrane of souls to pass and still mend the fabric of existence keeping the balance and separating the outer planes from the mortal universe. What happened? For years, the Great Gate was kept secret in the Library of Alexandria. Its origins were known by precious few, for its safety was critical. If it were destroyed, well, I will get to that. But it was destroyed. A great fire burned down the library. All the ancient knowledge was lost, and the Great Gate was mortally wounded. The priests and guardians of the gate realized the end was nigh. In scant days, the weather went wild. Torrential rains, floods, snow, freezing winds, earthquakes. There was little time, but they worked tirelessly for a solution. They tried fashioning their own gate, but the great gate was alive, and nothing but life itself could act as the block between the worlds. So... So a new gate was formed. They discovered that the right inscriptions and runes tattooed on a child who had not yet reached puberty could focus the transformational energy into a new gate. We were given herbs and, and special potions. So I didn't get my, my period. It mattered not if the child was male or female, only that it be at the right time if a gate were needed. And it was my turn. And should a gate die, and not be rendered asunder, there would be until the new moon for a new gate to arise. Rendered asunder? And the priests set up a coven that spread throughout the earth, so that they could never be so vulnerable again. There would be a gate to save two worlds. Two? But beware, for... We've got no time for this. Dermot, it's good to see you, son. But... We you... have to go. Dermot, Dad's dying. Darren? He's gone, son. He was waiting. Waiting for Gate? Yes. Well, didn't we all just wait for Gate? Waiting's over. But... But, Dad... Leave the dead. We've got undead to worry about.
Why are we here? To make sure an old friend is dead. Why is he here? To make sure she doesn't get dead. This is a family matter? Well, then you can just call me Uncle Mac. He's serious. This is dangerous, Mac. I don't want you here. I've got new crutches, and if memory serves, they worked pretty well last time. No, you don't understand. I don't want you here. I've lost too much. Well, you're not losing me. And I'm sorry. I'm not taking my eyes off you, crazy. <laughs> what am I going to do with you? In another time, I have a whole list of ideas. This isn't a date, and we're not in a car, and even if we were, that's my sister, dude. You don't think that. I don't think. I know. Let's get this over with. It's only been hours since the funeral. It takes little time at all. Trust me. You, hop along casually. Hop along what? Take a shovel. There was this western hero named Hopalong Cassidy back in the day that- Less talk, more shoveling. You work alone a lot, don't you? Does it show? I think it's badass. Lyra? Yeah, it's me. Who'd have thought dear old dad would have moved me to the crypt? It's been empty for years. And Dad always hated the idea of rotting in the ground. I think, I think he was keeping it for himself. Well, he'd get in trouble if anyone knew. You won't tell anyone, will you? Mac! A crutch? Really? I mean, that worked for the other chick at the beach. But hell, this is me, Gate. You know, I know everything about vampires. You're not going to stake me. Really? Like setting up a tent. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I totally forgot that promise. But do I look all corpsified? You will soon enough. <laughs> oh, honey, I don't expect that to happen to me. I've got plans, and it doesn't include this little stick. Then it's a good thing I did remember to bring my sickle, blessed from monks from home. That thing? Well, I do admit, it has kind of a cool-looking curve to it. But I think I'll pass. Are you okay? Just knock the wind out of me. See, I'm helping already. Just stay down, you doofus. Gate? Yeah? Go crazy on her. You got it. Lyra, you know you can't win. Why? Because you're my friend? Yes, because we're friends. We? Friends? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Don't do this. Seriously, though, Dermot. She's begging for it. Don't listen to her, Gate. Listen to what? I'm not your friend. I never was, you freak. What do you mean? I mean, your mother paid me to stay with you. How freaking pathetic is that? Our friendship is strictly professional. No, it's not true. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Too late for that. She twists things around. She's not Lyra anymore. Yeah, that's really convenient of you, Dermot. Does that help you sleep at night? I sleep during the day. It's a freaking figure of speech. I'm dead here. I'm piled in metaphors. It's over, Lyra. Please. I kind of figured you'd feel that way. Which is why I decided I need a little extra help. What have you done? I've just got your friend hanging around here. Oh, Gramps, sing out if you can hear us. Kate! What have you done? 
Just a little extra insurance. You let me go, I let the octogenarian go. Nice word. You can get them on death calendars now. No deal. Dermot, we can't let He's her. He's not who you think he is. What do you mean? Oh, bother, I hate when this happens. You said he was leaving town. That's what he said to me. I never tell anyone my plans. So badass. I'm going to miss you. I won't. You think that branch trimmer will kill me? No. I think it'll hurt a whole lot. How about a little girl-on-girl action? You're so gross! Man, you do hit like a girl. You know, this would be easier if you were a demon. Are you sure? Never breaking a rib before. I'd have to say no, but damn, that hurts. Okay, here's the offer. One bite, and we can stay up all night, do each other's hair, and go out for something to eat later. I don't think so. Look, I said go out for something to eat later. Get away from her. You're going to wave your broken crutch at me, big, strong, broccoli? I have a name, you know. I don't care! You're going to die, Vampire Hunter. Hobbling away will only delay it. That were true. Why do you think I ran to gate? Oh, that feels so much better. You witch! That hurt. It was meant to. Help Mac. On it! You don't get it. I drain life. Why do you think you felt so tired around me? Because you were relaxed? I live off you. You're like champagne to me. I don't want you to die. I want you to stay with me. Forever. Hell, maybe we can find the next gate together. How's that? I'll help you kill any demons that would attack you. All you have to do is feed me. You... You killed Lyra. I changed her attitude. And the others. Oh, so many others. You don't have to die, Gate. Everybody dies sometime. Your time is now! Foolish child, you can't kill me. As long as my heart is in my chest, I'll regenerate until the end of time. Then let's fix that first. You killed him. I just changed his attitude. Kate, I just wanted to stay. The other demon just wanted to go home. Is hell that bad? Foolish girl. You're not the gate to hell. Earth is hell. <laughs> <laughs>
home. You haven't? But why? Some demons have spent billions of years here. They're tired of the war. They want the end of time. Revelations. Beware of Mr. Scheme. Little help here. Just a minute. Get your own man. Who's Mr. Scheme? You are a fool. You humans are all fools. You don't even know what demon loves. Anagrams. Scheme? Scheme? But that would be... Here they are. Meeks. They're here, just like you said, old sport. Step away from your father, Walter. What's going on? Gates a little confused, my boy. I'm not confused at all, Mr. Scheme. Still needing a little help? Nobody wants a neck anymore. You know, it's really disappointing. I mean, he was a pain, but all demons are pains. But... He was my oldest friend. Did, did you have to kill him? Yes. You know, I've always appreciated straightforwardness, so I'm going to do the same. Dad? Sit down, old sport. I'm afraid I'm going to have to kill your friend. This will be a bit of a shock for about five minutes before I render her asunder. Dad? Weird word, asunder. Can you be rendered sundered? He's not your dad. Not true. I have always been his dad. Mr. Scheme lives in the family tree. He hasn't had a body in a long time. Way before you were born, young lady. Before you were even paced in your mother's icky parts. You killed my father! What is this? George Lucas? Fine. I am your father! What? Not really. I just always wanted to say that. Darren wasn't your real dad. He's still around somewhere, I guess. But the thing of it is, I'm really tired. Talk! Bless. Kill more. Good idea. Uh. <coughs> Ow. That's smart. How about this? Lots of us are tired. It's only fair. We've been here longer than you. Time to give up your filthy little monkey lives for the greater good. Dad? Son, we're talking here. No. I mean, it's the final chapter in the good book. The end of everything, heaven and hell, you call it earth, all put nicely and neatly back together. Hey, I've still got an apartment up there, and the only thing in the way of that is you. It's where I'm meant to be. It's over for you now. You already beat one, Elder Demon. Do you really think you have the energy for two? Try me. See? You're part of us. So the more you hit me, the more you strengthen me. Just a human with power, like you. 
And I'm just a human with no power but a pointy stick. No. You're crazy. <gasps> yep. Now me? Lara, I'm sorry. Ow. Great. Look at me. Hot. I'm sorry, Lara. I really liked you. We can work it out. I know. But not the way you want. It's over. She's gone? Yes. Mac? I'm here. I think I want to go to my mom's now. Are you hurt? It'll heal. <laughs> It'll have to. I've got a lot of work ahead of me. Still getting into this? No, but it's gotten into me, and I'm going to have to deal with that. You coming, Meeks? My dad was... Yeah, come with us. There's a lot we've got to talk about. I don't understand. Are you coming? Sure. Old sport. I'll be right there. What will tomorrow bring? No one can say for certain. All I know is that we'll be on the air and someone, somewhere, will be listening. It's up to you to go out there and make those connections yourself. Do something. Do anything. The sun will rise again. Will you rise with it? Until then, good night and good luck. Episode 10, Revelations, was written and produced by Jack J. Ward and recorded and edited by Shannon Hilchy, with post-production by Jack J. Ward, original music by Sharon B. Starring in the cast, Ellen O'Hara as Gate McNeil, Laura McDonald as Lyra Katzenberger, Alan Tichwell as both Walter Meeks and the Grandfather Demon, Jeff Brown played Stephen Meeks, Matt Gale as Mac Richards, with Charles T. Conrad as Dermot McNeil and Julia Rosborough as Samantha McNeil and Ken McAlpine as Darren McNeil. This episode's guest stars were Travis Newport as Mr. Katzenberger, Taylor Kent as the announcer, and Mark Kalita reprising his role as Sumer. Gate is an original series by Jack J. Ward, and all rights and reserves for all characters and stories are held within the author. This has been a Sonic Cinema production. Well, that's the end of Gate, and the end of the story in audio. Like I said, I don't think I'll return to Gate in any audio form, but, you know, look for it in a book someday. I think I'd like to give it a try as a rewrite in long-form prose. One other story that comes to mind that I've mentioned before from this series was how amazed I was when we did this live call-in show, and someone figured out the Meeks name puzzle. Even the cast was aghast live in the studio because none of them had figured it out. It was both a scary moment for me and an exciting one since it was live, but also it was just really one of my favorite moments on the radio for the same reasons. Thanks everyone for 
all the memories these past two and a half months have been as we've gone back through the Gate Saga. Join me next week for a show I can't believe I've not played already. I had to check the feed several times to make sure. This show is called Bravery, and it's the only show where all three of my sons played parts. Join me next week then, won't you? And thanks so much for coming this week. Until then, I'm Jack Ward. Good night. <laughs>